Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about leveraging your existing knowledge, unique skills, or passion to build a thriving creative business. I aim to show you what's really possible when you stop letting fear have all the fun and start taking action towards your goals. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting PimpYourBrilliance.com. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode number 117, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 117. All right, so today is lesson two in the Brilliant Biz Bootcamp series, and it's a really good one because we're going to be talking about money, specifically how to find your enough number so that you can set financial goals that make sense for you, your business, and your life. But before we get into exactly how you're going to do that, let's take a quick trip down memory lane. I've probably told you many times before, but I grew up in a household full of children. There are eight Malcolm children, (laughs) and I am the oldest. So growing up in my house, Friday nights were always pizza night. On some nights, instead of getting it delivered, my dad would take my siblings and me to the Pizza Hut buffet. Do you remember going there to the, the buffet? But anyway, like most kids, pizza was our favorite. We'd get so excited about the different pizza options, and we would return to the table with our plates loaded, piled high with slices of pizza. And my dad would always warn us that your eyes are bigger than your stomach. That's what he would say all the time. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. And after two or three visits through the buffet line, I'd be stuffed like so full, uncomfortably full, and I would still have a plate of untouched pizza slices. Now, be honest, I know I'm not the only person who has done that, who has eaten something. It was so good. You couldn't help yourself. You just kept eating it. Well, I find a very similar phenomenon happens in young businesses. You see all of the opportunities that are available to you, and that's very exciting. You're pumped. You you want to do this. You want to do a podcast. You want to do a YouTube channel. You want to do coaching. You want to have digital products. You want all of these things. And then you see your internet favorites. They're posting and they're boasting about earning six and seven figures in their business. And then suddenly, here you are piling those same financial goals onto your plate without considering if you have room for them. And then what happens? You're sick. You end up overwhelmed or burnt out because you took on way more than you could handle. And worst of all, eating too much too fast means you won't have room for dessert, which is all of those things you want your business to allow you to be able to do. So here's my question to you. Do you even want the work that comes with growing to six or seven figures? And if you're being honest, do you even really need that much to leave your nine to five? if that is the goal for your business. Instead of chasing all of those different figures, I'm encouraging you to focus on finding out how much money is enough for you. This is an individual amount. This is not how much is enough for your neighbor. This is not how much your favorite YouTuber makes. You don't need to be comparing and trying to keep up with them. You don't know their circumstances. You don't know their expenses. You don't know their life. And You don't know what their goals are in the grand scheme of things. So how much they're making, that should not have any bearing on how much you want to make with your business. So let's focus on finding this enough number. 
So what is it? What is enough? Your enough number is the amount of money that you need to cover basic living and business expenses. In entrepreneurial circles, this number is often referred to as MVI or minimum viable income. So if you ever hear anybody talking about minimum viable income or MVI, this is what they're talking about. It's the enough number. Knowing your enough number is important because it probably significantly less than any of the figures the internet is encouraging you to chase. Most of us feel really overwhelmed by the idea that our business should be able to cover all of our life expenses, but we haven't actually defined what that amount of money is. And like most fears, naming and acknowledging them makes them feel less scary and probably more doable. It's also important to note that spending time on social media around influencers and things like that, that can really shift our beliefs and our goals over time. So people are very, very vocal about wanting their businesses to earn six or even seven figures. And while there's nothing wrong with that, that's a huge mindset leap if you're early in your business journey. To think about having a business that at this point may just be making $500 a month to needing it to make $50,000 a month, it's a huge leap. We're not going to be leaping like that. We're going to focus on what really makes sense for us. And instead of chasing those figures, just trying to decide what is going to be enough for you. What is going to be enough to make sure that you can live and you can survive and even thrive. And that's really the financial goal that you should be chasing. All right. So how do we actually calculate your enough number? There is a formula for this or an equation, should I say, But if you don't want to do all the addition and math, there is a companion resource for this episode. It's a enough number spreadsheet that you can access, which will do all of the mathematics for you. You just enter your numbers. You can access that by going to pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash bootcamp. So the equation to calculate your enough number, it's pretty straightforward. Your enough number is your monthly living expenses monthly business expenses, monthly debt pay down, and a little wiggle room. A little. So let's figure out how much money is going to be enough for you. So the first step is to calculate your monthly living expenses. So this is where you're going to gather all your bills, grocery receipts, rent and mortgage statements, all of those things, utilities, and add them all up. Don't forget to account for variable expenses. So throughout the year or even month to month, you could have some expenses that fluctuate. I know for myself specifically, my electric bill during the summertime is significantly higher than it is in the wintertime because I live in Florida, so it's really hot. We have the AC running most almost every day. And then you're also probably going to have some annual expenses. Annual expenses can vary pretty wildly, but an example of an annual expense that you probably have If you have a car, you need to get your car tag renewed every year. That's an annual expense. So take any annual expense amount, take the full amount, divide it by 12, and then add that portion to your monthly expenses. Once you get all of these numbers together, write that number down. This is your monthly expense number. All right, step two is really similar to step one, but in this step, you're going to be calculating your monthly business expenses. So again, gathering your receipts, any recurring expenses you have for your business, and again, adding those up, 
Also, do not forget about annual subscriptions. If you have tools that you do that once a year payment, make sure you add those in there and then write that number down. That is your monthly business expense number. So that's how much it costs to run your business on a monthly basis. Step three is to review all of those expenses. So you're going to take the expenses for both business and personal and review them and see if there's anything that you can cut back. Do you really need all of those business tools? Are you fully utilizing them? Could you do fewer Starbucks runs throughout the week? The idea here is to be very ruthless with your expenses, but also realistic. If you love a daily Starbucks run and you can't function without it, keep it in there. That is a priority for you. So keep that that amount in there. But anything else that can be cut out, go ahead and try to trim it as much as you can. Step four, add in space for paying down debt. So if you follow my personal Instagram, you know I've been on a really big debt kick because if you want to live your best life and have options, you have to minimize your debt. You have the most options and financial flexibility when you aren't bogged down by any kind of debt or liabilities that you owe. So add an amount that you would like to pay towards your debt so that you can clear it faster. And if you are really, really tight here, you can put the minimum payments, but I really suggest that you do more than the minimum so that you can pay it off and be done. So debt pay down, make sure you add a line item for that. Step five is add in a little wiggle room. So it's really nice to have a cushion and money saved or set aside for unexpected things because things happen that we have no control over. So decide how much money would feel like a really comfortable monthly cushion for you. This could be $50. This could be $500. This is an individual and a personal decision. That amount is up to you. And then also write that number down as well. Step six is where all the math is at. This is adding all of those numbers together. So you're adding personal monthly expenses, business monthly expenses, your debt pay down, and your wiggle room. All of those numbers added together, that is your enough number. This is the amount of money that you need your business to cover monthly in order to survive. And once you have that number, look at it. Think about it. Does it feel achievable? Does this seem higher or lower than you thought it was going to be? And what needs to happen in your business to get from where you are currently to get to this number? All right. So by now you should have your enough number and hopefully you feel good about it. It's something that you know is achievable for you and you realize it doesn't need to be six figures. So yay. But your goal is probably not just to be scraping by. You are probably going to want your business to be able to bridge some financial gaps for you. You don't want to have to stay on this really lean ramen noodle budget forever. And I get it. Neither do I. There are so many things that I want my business to be able to help me afford to to experience or to just have. And so that's when we bring in our cherry on top number. So your cherry on top number is the upper limit of your financial goals. This is the ideal amount of money your business would need to generate to allow you to live your definition of your best life. And I want to keep on harping on your definition because it's not about what I want. It's about what you want and what you feel is going to allow you to have your best and brightest life. So how do we calculate your cherry on top number? 
it's actually a lot simpler. What you're going to do is you're going to make a list of your dream buys. So these are things and experiences that you would like to have or that would add value to your life. Some examples of dream buys, they could include family vacations, a new car, hiring help around the house. I know I personally would love to have a chef. I don't want to cook. A fancy gym membership or even a home gym or a new purse if that's, you know, what you like. Once you have your list of dream buys, you're going to look at each one and you're going to try to figure out what is the additional monthly cost because each of these things is an expense. So you're going to break down those dream buys and what they would cost you on a per month basis. Then you're going to add that additional amount to your enough number So then you can have your cherry on top number and you can play around with this a little bit. So if you want to list all your dream buys and add that number to your enough number, or if you just want to focus on maybe the top three or four or even five for right now. So you just want to add that number. So the number doesn't take too big of a leap. The whole point here is that you can scale that number up or down depending on what it is that you're trying to do on top of just making sure that you hit your survival number, your enough number. And then again, looking at this number and decide how you feel about it. Does this number feel good to you? Is this number higher or lower than you expected? Are you surprised by what the amount is? Hopefully you'll realize that you don't have to chase a wild figure that you're not ready for to feel successful in your business. Like most things in business, there are more than one path to get where you want to be and aiming to hit your enough number and then scaling up to achieve your cherry on top number will put you on the path to sustainable growth, which feels better. It's not as stressful. You won't feel burnt out as quickly and you'll just be able to just flourish. And that's what I want for you. So here are your next steps. I've laid out what you need to do. So now you need to go to the show notes and download the enough number spreadsheet You can also find that at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash bootcamp. I've already done all the hard work for you and I have built it out with formulas. So really all you need to do is add in your expenses and the amounts and it will do all of the calculations for you. Even do the calculations for your enough number and tell you some additional things like how much this amount would be over the course of the year versus just monthly. And you can even play around with different combinations for your dream buys to get your cherry on top number. So go gather your bank statements or your receipts for both your personal and your business expense and go ahead and enter your numbers into the spreadsheet. And then finally, if you're feeling so inclined, please share your number with me once you figure it out. Not required, but if you want just a little bit of extra cheerleading, you can tag me or DM me over on Instagram at Pimp Your Brilliance and share your number with me. Lastly, there are three ways that you can show your support for Pimp Your Brilliance. You can leave a review in your favorite podcast player, share a screenshot of this episode on your favorite social network, or buy me a cup of coffee over at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash coffee. And that's all I have for this week's episode. So until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance. Uh-huh.